I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. Welcome to another episode of Agents of Shield Cast, New York Comic Con Edition 2016. I am Colonel Chaos, and joining me once again, the one, the only, the absent from New York Comic Con, Agent Andy Antman Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Yes, good, yes, good. I get the feeling that my week has not been as fun as yours, Chip. Fun, it might not be the word I would use, Andy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would have much rather been been at New York Comic Con, regardless of how fun or how not fun it was <laughs> than, than the week I've had. So yes, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you know, Andy, I was thinking doing these shows, and you know, I always say this is my wife's con because this is. I, I'm not sure I would go myself if it wasn't for my wife because she enjoys going to all the television panels and whatnot. Um, because I, I mean, there's a couple of good panels there, but mm. New York Comic Con. I was I, I had one analogy I was using, but I think a better one that I came up with today is New York Comic Con is sort of like running a three a four day marathon mixed with a mosh pit. Okay. Yep, I can see that. Um, there are miles of lines. I mean, I don't know how many miles I walked each day. I'm, I'm an old man, you know, all right? And I'm not in any shape. <laughs> you know, my, I, I, you know, I have a smartwatch. My smartwatch started saying, uh, I started getting messages from my smartwatch saying, uh, you've just registered 15 minutes of physical activity. <laughs> followed by messages saying please give this watch back to its rightful owner as soon as possible <laughs> so uh because yeah hey, i've never seen these messages on my watch before in my life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um doing this shit you know my i was talking to my mom on the way back and she's there so are you gonna go next year and it was like not the time. By the time uh, I get done with New York Comic Con, pretty much every muscle in my body has been stretched, twisted, and exercised uh, far beyond anything it my body is usually used to because I am a slug. Um, but some of the lines, 
some of the lines on some of the days were absolutely horrendous. We literally got to the convention, were told to take a right and walk down past the building and take a left and then take another left so that we came up on the other side of the building about 50 feet from where we had started. And this building is probably four blocks long. Okay, I mean, this is a huge convention center. <laughs> so basically, we, instead of t- taking a left and going 50 feet and getting to the end of the line, they literally sent us all the way around the building to come back, to then walk back. Uh, so they had issues with lines on Friday. Uh, horrible issues. Like I said, this line was literally probably at least a mile long. Mm. Um. And then we that, that was the day we also decided to go off-site to grab lunch and drop off our the crap that we bought uh, back at the hotel room. And we came back, and they were still having lines wrapping that went four, five, six city blocks to get back in. Wow. <laughs> uh, we, pu- we pulled a chip this time, and, you know, they sent us across the street at the crosswalk, so... When the light changed and the people started coming back to the line, we started walking against them and then did a 180 and walked in with them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the smart thing to do. Like. <laughs> well, we, we, we played by the rules in the morning, but we saw everybody else doing that in the morning when we were doing it. So it's like, you know what? We we already uh, did our time. We're, we're just going back in. Um, yeah, that. That's ridiculous, though, that you had to queue up for... Like, how long are you talking, like, in terms of time to get back in? Uh, When the line was moving... I mean, if you went to the end, it would probably be a half hour, easily. Um, <laughs> The line in the morning, like I said, it probably took me 30 minutes to find the end of the line to then mm. turn around and then go back, which probably took a good 45, 50 minutes. And actually, it gets a little hazy. Um, (laughs) And that didn't even get you into the building. Mm. That got you to the queue area outside the building. And then you... So, um, uh, thinking through the timeline here, um, we got there probably... Probably usually we get there around eight eight somewhere between eight and eight thirty most days when we go. Hmm. The show floor opens at ten. Okay. Um so we got in this line and I think uh maybe we were at the end of the line at I don't know, eight thirty. Nine fifteen, we're in the area with you know we're past security. They've scanned our badges. Uh, now we're waiting in the area for the doors to open. Basically, there's still another twenty, thirty thousand people down in the basement of the thing that have gotten slightly further than us. Okay, but that area filled up, mm, and yeah. you're just now you're just waiting for the doors and the running of the nerds. Um, so. You know, and then, you know, doors open at 10 and all hell breaks loose. Uh, so once once you get in, and let's see, Friday, Friday we were stuck outside. Saturday, uh, 
we didn't have to do the whole line thing, but we did have to, but we did get stuck in the outside queue. Mm-hmm. And we were in, we were in there in the outside queue at about eight thirty, and by eight forty-five, we had heard that uh, the Iron Fist panel was already sold out. We haven't even gotten in okay. the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just it's it's that type of insanity. Uh, sun. Sunday, we actually did get, uh, we got there once again, 8.30-ish, and we were inside the building in the queue downstairs and in line for, uh, we were able to go directly to get in line for the Barenthal panel. Because mm-hmm. the, yep. the way it works is once, once you're in the building, there's a downstairs queue area. One part is the general admission and to the left, they have a bunch of different uh, queues for the main panels. So if you want, you know, if you want to see the animated Batman movie, it's line one. If you want to see the J- Justice League Dark panel, it's line two. If you want to see Barenthal, it's line three. If you want to see Iron Fist, it's line four. Okay. So you mm-hmm. can queue up, you know, into whichever one you want to see. And you know it takes a it takes a little while, but they will uh, scan. There's no wristbands now. It's all done by a, a chip in your badge. And they you know you they uh, tap you in and you're registered for that panel. And you even get an email saying you're all set for whatever panel. And then you can either go get in the general line for the floor, or you can jump in a line for another uh, panel. Hmm. So. That's how it works. So there's a lot in the if you want to get to a panel, a you have to get there early. B you're going to be standing in a bunch of lines. Do you know, like that part of it sounds really organized and sounds like it's quite well organized. So it's really strange that you'd have to queue for so long just to get in. Um, well, they don't open the doors until ten. Um, and there's probably somewhere between 60 and 80,000 people there every day. (laughs) Like at, in the, in the morning. Yeah. So, and you know, like Thursday, we don't get there until, you know, after it's open because we drive in Mm -hmm. on Thursday morning. Um, and you know, we, if, if, if you want to, I mean, the only way to be assured to get into these panels or a good chance of getting into these panels is you got to be there when it opens up. Yep. Thursday, Thursday is always a, you know, uh, not as many people, uh, people are coming in like us. So when we got there around noon or one or whatever time we were able to just go down there and meet somebody and they tapped us and we were all set for, uh, the, 66 batman animated panel mm. which i'll get into because that was phenomenal um okay. <laughs> but uh you know in, in years past it was wristbands wristbands are slightly faster than this tapping thing because they only have one or two mm. guys that are tapping the thing your passes mm. yep so it it took a little while but they do a pre- you know, a lot of if you go online, my you know, and my wife will follow all that shit. Uh, people are screaming and yelling and saying it all sucks and this and that. It worked. 
You know, I mean, they they do they do the best they can, and I gotta say, other than whatever happened Friday that caused the lines to be so ridiculously long, I uh, everything else they did a very good job, and uh, I thought it was the best queue thing going because now they clear that theater. You remember the first year I think we did this. I didn't even get into the shield panel because they didn't clear the main hall. Uh, yeah, I think people just sat in and waited for what was it? The walk? What was it? Walking walk, Dead. Walking Dead. So people were yeah. would get, camp out in the main hall from ten o'clock in the morning until the the Walking Dead panel at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, which I mean, that's that's not the good way for those people to experience the show or for anyone else. Because I mean, right. guarantee most of those people aren't interested. And all the other stuff. No, I mean, I mean, there there were a ton of crap panels too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were in line. We were going to sit through uh, a panel on the television show Rain. <laughs> okay, um, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> maybe uh, Vampire Diary. You know, there were a few that mm. you know we were going to sit through just to make sure we got our shield seats. And I got within mm. fifty feet of the door and never saw the panel. And that was. Sitting in line from one in the morning, or from from one in the afternoon. Um, yeah. So, you know, I really think it works, and you, you hear the horror stories of San Diego Comic Con, where people are literally sitting in line for twenty four hours, and camping uh-huh. out overnight and doing this all this crap. So, I think it. I think it's a very. It's a decent system. Could it use a little improvement? Hmm. Yeah, maybe they could have a couple more people tapping passes. But overall, it works. And then then you have the, you know, depending on how many panels you're going to, you then have the ability to go and experience everything else this con has and come back, you know, a half hour, 15 minutes before your panel and uh, check it out. You know, you're not stuck in line unless you really really want to be mm. in the front row you, <laughs> you know you don't have to you know you, you don't have to kill your day sitting in line you uh can come back a half hour before your panel starts and uh you know they, they start seating people so mm. uh we did get to see a lot of panels um i don't know how we want to do this do we want to do it day by day or uh, whatever way you think is okay. is best. <laughs> For now, we'll do day by day. Um, okay. Got there, like I said, around noonish. Uh, got our seats for uh, the Cape. I I can't I can't remember what they call it. The Cape Crusaders Return or something like that. Uh, Batman panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we went up, went to the Marvel booth. Where I stood in line probably for an hour to get up buy a bunch of Marvel swag. I, you know, I got a Doctor Strange t-shirt. I got a couple Luke Cage t-shirts. Nice. Um, oh, I got a Black Panther hoodie which has ears on it. <laughs> so, nice. um, those are th- those are the highlights. The one thing that was weird was, like I said, I was probably in line for an hour there that day. The next mm-hmm. few days, I, because I actually went back uh, once or twice, um, there was no line. 
It was weird. Hmm. The only day there was a lineup for the Marvel swag was the first day. The re- the rest of the weekend, you could pretty much just walk up and get whatever you wanted. Hmm. Briefly checked out the contest of champions uh, thing, but that was a little nutty. Um, got myself a Marvel credit card. <laughs> <laughs> As you do? Yeah, why not? You know, um, that they there what, were some deals what's on attached. The what's on the design? There were a bunch of them. There was a pretty mm-hmm. cool-looking Spider-Man, but I think I went with the Avengers one. Ah, cool. It'll be here in a week or so. Um, okay. <laughs> but I got like 10% off my purchase at the Marvel store. I get 10% off uh, at the thing. I think, uh, you know, there's a bunch of perks. They gave me an extra set of passes for the Marvel VIP panel, which we'll get to. Um, but uh, so I did that. Went went to the D3 booth, got my raffle tickets, talked to them about what's going on with Marvel Puzzle Quest. I did absolutely no video interviews whatsoever this time. I brought mm-hmm. the camera the first two days, and I was just like, nah, I'm just not just not doing it. Um, wasn't seeing any opportunities, and I said, nah, fuck it. Um, poked, you know, we poked around the floor. You know, you're just trying to figure out where things are. I think, you know, we bought a few things. But uh, it's just such a massive area. I think maybe we Mm. saw a third of it the first day. Now, granted, we're there Mm. a couple hours uh, after it opened. We killed an hour in the Marvel line. We probably killed, you know, an hour or so getting in and getting the Batman passes. I don't think we saw another panel that day other than the Batman panel. Oh, no, we did. We went, I went to the Marvel mm-hmm. video game panel. Oh, okay. Um, yes. So just just to roll, roll back, um, you, you spoke to the guys at D3. Any updates on, like, Puzzle Quest and stuff? Uh, Doctor, Stra- uh, Doctor Strange is coming. Cool. Three-star and five-star. So we're getting a new oh, three-star. Nice. Uh, there was a skin shown for Baron Mordo, but they declined to comment. Uh, apparently, Old Man Logan will be get is on the list to get nerfed at some time in the future, but no dates or how they're going to do it. Okay. Um, what else did? I, yeah, it was just more kind of just idle chit chat, talking with them. Mm. Uh, got to see, you know, they released the new character Gwenpool. And mm, yep. So I uh, got to try her out a little bit. And they have a raffle. And I make sure always to get raffle tickets. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was more, uh, you know, I, I made some suggestions. It's like, stop asking me to rate your game every fucking day. Um, yeah, that is annoying. Like, I, uh, I said, you know, I've, I've rated you guys. I don't mind, you know, updating it once a month or so. But it's every mm. goddamn day. Hmm. So. I've, I've rated it and I've, I've never updated my review since because I'm sure I gave it like five stars. I just feel karma that I have to, have, you know, like if I give it no's, I'm not going to get good characters. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, could be my problem. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it was more some idle chit chat like that. With Marvel Puzzle, uh, with Contest of Champions, I really didn't get into anything with them. Um, we went to the Marvel video game panel, and it has to be one of the worst panels I have ever been to. Okay, so 
I, I had a look to see if there was any news that came out of this, and there was nothing. Nothing. So what did what did they actually talk about with this? Marvel Puzzle Quest, mm-hmm. Contest of Champions. Uh, they're doing something in Marvel Superheroes, you know, that uh, uh, Torchlight-like Marvel game. Oh, Marvel Heroes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, some, something similar in Avengers Academy. Mm. Something with Doctor Strange in uh, Future Fight. Remember the game that plays itself? Mm-hmm, yep. And that was it. No, no footage of the new Spider-Man game from Insomniac or Naughty Dog, mm. who's ever doing it. They mentioned it. No, no, it. Insomniac, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I left that panel absolutely pissed that I wasted an hour and a half uh, between standing in line and going to it. No swag. Either. Yeah, that just seems like such a waste of time. Like, you would have kind of expected them if they're gonna have a panel you need to have some sort of like announcement of some kind to talk about like i think it was what a couple of years ago that they announced puzzle quest at new york comic con was it not yes because i started playing on my way home from <laughs> uh, yeah so from I mean, comic con and i have never stopped <laughs> something like that like oh here's a new here's a new like mobile game for you cool or like here's what we're doing with telltale that's what i want to know about the new telltale game yeah, but no nothing, men- about, nothing about that at all. Then no, no mention. I I probably could have gotten up and asked a question. Uh, mm. I but I totally forgot. You know me. I'm not a big Telltale fan, anyways. But uh, yeah, um, no mention of those whatsoever. Uh, they did talk a little bit about Marvel Unlimited, but it was uh, you know they just showed some uh, upcoming comics. Somebody mm, asked, yep. you know, are they going to add motion com? They did a thing on Infinite Comics as well, mm-hmm. and I was just like, but it wasn't really news. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it was. Here's what an Infinite comic is. Yeah, you know, so it was. You know, they showed a couple of the pages from the Doctor Strange Infinite comic. <coughs> um, mm, yep. So. I, I just felt completely let down with that panel. You know, I, in fact, I mean, so much so that I forgot that I went to it until. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was it was a waste. We I'm trying to remember. I, we ate after everything that night. Okay, uh, so yeah, we you know we 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 cruised the floor. Uh, I, I I don't know how many T-shirts I bought, Andy. I mean, I bought <laughs> way too, a, a ton of T-shirts, a, a bunch of hoodies, a couple sweatshirts. I didn't buy any artwork this time that I recall. Um, I did hit the the Marvel Collectors Core thing uh, mm-hmm. booth, but they only had. They had one box for Star Wars, one box for DC, and one box for Marvel. I ha- obviously I have the Marvel ones. Yeah. Um, they were. I, I, I had to get a. I usually take a two X in the T-shirts because they run small. I had to buy a three X in the Star Wars. And mm-hmm. then uh, Diane decided they had the DC's uh, 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 heroines box, so she picked up one of those. Oh, okay. And we got Normie a uh, DC heroines 
box as well. And, and so, I uh, you know, but they they it was the first day of the con and they're already out of uh, most of the sizes. It's like mm. uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, what are you gonna do on like Sunday? <laughs> well, I guess they were having more come in on Saturday, but okay, okay. Uh, so you know, did some retail therapy. Went to the Adam West Batman Returns panel, for lack of a better name. Uh, they showed the entire uh, new Batman '66 movie. So it's called, certainly over here, it's called Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders. Yes, that's the name. Yeah. And that's the name here. Uh, did you, have you, I'm sure you've seen the old show. Yeah, yeah I've seen the, the old 66 show. Yeah. There's all this camp weirdness. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. See, when I saw the show, I was probably six or seven years old. Hmm. I don't think, and I really haven't watched it all that much since then. I mean, I did catch in on the, you know, holy guacamole and things like that stuff mm. as being funny. Mm. But it wasn't until I was sitting down watching this that I realized that the original show was a comedy. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was six years old. It, this This was serious shit. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought of it as a comedy until I was sitting there watching uh, uh, the, the the movie. Uh, but it's a great movie. It, it has the three surviving uh, actors from from the show. Uh, Adam, Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar, as, who was one of the cat women in uh, the, mm. in the original series. Uh, reprising their roles and you know putting their voices to it and it's a fun movie it's it's well done it's like um two episodes maybe three episodes you know like lost episodes in terms of Mm. they got the style down they have all the in jokes they have uh the leaps of logic which I really didn't see as a leap because I figured it out. Everybody else starts laughing. It's like, well, what else? You know, they mentioned, you know, they find a clue of, which is starch, but not just any starch. It's gravy and tinfoil. <laughs> where, okay. else would it, where else would they be but the uh, TV dinner factory? <laughs> okay. I mean, for, um, I mean, I literally went there before even Batman said it. So, but uh, everybody else is cracking up. It's like, what's so funny about that? That's just pure, that's just sheer sheer logic to me. Um, so, but uh, they had Adam West afterwards answering questions. He looks very good uh, for being eighty eight years old. Uh, yeah. He was funny. Uh, you know, he talked about doing the show, doing the doing the cartoon and at the end they announced that yes there is a sequel hmm. and it's uh the main villain is going to be two-face okay nice and it's going to be voiced by shatner ah cool <laughs> okay <laughs> so so that so the uh but it was it was a cool panel it's a if you're into the dc movies if you're into 
uh, the old Batman show. Highly recommend picking this up. I think it's... They're actually showing it in the... Th- uh, the- they're doing a theatrical release tonight. You know, yep. for people that want to see it in the theater on the big screen. And then I think it's available either tomorrow or next week uh, on Blu-ray and digital. So... Quite, quite cool. Um, over here, it's slightly different. Um, it's show. It's got like a one day showing, uh, a week today, so on the seventeenth. Okay, yeah, that's what they're doing tonight, uh, mm. at certain theaters in the area. Yep. I'm actually going to a different thing, which we'll talk about in a, at the end here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that was kind of our even, evening. You know, we went and had dinner and whatnot, and hung out in New York. Um, Saturday, or no, Friday, Friday was the day of the disaster lines. I mean, I was already exhausted before I even stepped foot in the place. Yep. Uh, we immediately got passes for S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if we saw any other, oh, and we, and, and Gotham, went to the Gotham panel. Ah, nice. Mm. And, uh, they have this neat little... You know, it's kind of like a contest. If you, uh, they they have these machines all over the place, and if you tap your uh, badge, you can win a prize. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like, yep, cost nothing except your soul. So we we just started <laughs> referring to them as the soul suckers. So uh, we uh, for that one, uh, we went up and uh, both tapped our passes, and I won. We got front row seats for the Gotham panel. Oh, nice. And it was Penguin, Barb Coop or Bar yeah, uh, Barbara Gordon and um, Baby Batman. Hmm. Nice. And you know, it was a great panel. They they really didn't give any spoilers. None of these panels give spoilers, uh, but they gave you you know insight into what goes on behind the scenes. The the uh, the actors talk about you know things that go on. You know, uh, Barbara Gordon te- uh, would take naps uh, on the set in the Riddler's apartment from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that uh, the the couch in the Wayne Man- on the Wayne Manor set is very good. F- is an- another popular napping spot for characters. Um, Baby Batman brought out his dog, who was dressed as Robin. Mm. <laughs> oh, Baby Batman! I'm sure. I, I think I put the pictures up on our Facebook page, but I did. Yeah, that's all those. Yeah, you know, it was it was cute. It was a good panel. Um, I really, you know, we dig the show. They did talk a little bit about Mad Hatter, but they didn't go in. You know, they didn't go into any details or give any oh my god things. Hmm. Talk to me, Andy. Test. Yep. Okay. No, my I hit. I hit the volume by mistake. Um, So, uh, enjoyed the panel. Like I said, we were front row. It was cool. Um, I I do enjoy Gotham. It does sound like it's going to get really trippy this year. And the Mad Hatter's uh, sets are supposed to be phenomenal. So, we have a lot lot to look forward to in Gotham. Uh, 
Um, I'm trying to think. Was there a... There was the shield panel. I don't know if we went to any other panels that did. That was the... I don't think we did because uh, we did some shopping. Then we uh, left, went, uh, brought the crap back to the hotel, grabbed lunch off-site, and that's, like I said, when we found out there was another six-block line to get back in that we cut. Mm. <laughs> um, poked around a bit. Uh, I'm trying to think, were there any interesting booths? They, ha- they had a whole area that used to, it used to be an area where they would have uh, panels, uh, smaller panels, uh, but this year they turned it into hall space, and I th- and that might have been that even might have been on set. Well, we went down and looked at it, but they had a lot of VR experiences down down in this area. Okay, but they were. Um, all- did you any like Marvel ones or no? No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, they had they were all Vive for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which kind of pissed me off and made me start worrying that I I backed the wrong horse. But uh, the uh, they had something for John Wick. The line was over two hours to try. I was like, oh. no, no, not doing oh. that. Like, no, I've got a VR headset at home. That's it, fine. Uh, they had a they had a thing for the Man in High Castle VR from Amazon. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we, I don't, I don't know if we tried it sat Friday or Saturday, but uh, we did do it. The line, the line was deceptively, deceptively long. It looked a lot shorter than it was, but we had mm. nothing better to do. Um, yeah, it was pointless. It was a, it was a VR point and click thing. Mm. And since I really don't know the show, it really didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, you haven't sold me on the beef or the show. So. But we did do that. Um, might as well just jump to the... I'm, I'm trying to think if... The, there was a lot of... Sh- you know, the, we did a lot of shopping, browsing, checking out t-shirts. Uh, there were some great costumes... But in terms of, there were there were some video games there, uh, but the line to play Final Fantasy Fifteen was ridiculous. Yep. Um, they did have a lot of they did have a lot of uh, terminals set up though. Uh, Namco was there, Capcom was there, sort of. Uh, but so I did. What do you mean sort of? Well, I I, it, I mean the the booths weren't anything special worth uh mentioning almost you know mm. they're they're just kind of there mm. so um it was it was just kind of meh for the gaming stuff um so i i didn't even bother uh messing around with the gaming stuff all that much um i'm trying to think did i even play anything i don't think so So, um, no, that's not what I want. But, um, anyways, the, I'm trying to buy, 
my Oculus Touch while I'm talking to you here. There okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, New York Comic Con isn't isn't really about the games anyway. It's a that's very much on a side sort of thing. Yeah, it's um, yeah, the games are. Uh, there wasn't much there worth talking about. Um, I didn't. I mean, I think I saw one new thing that was maybe on one screen, and uh, that was about it. And I didn't even get a chance to mess with it. So, and the, like I said, the, once again, the lines were long, and it just wasn't worth it. So I just, uh, yep, I moved. I, I moved on. Um, the last thing, pretty much, that we did that is worth. Um, mentioning for this show is uh we did the agents of shield panel yes which is uh, definitely the most most interesting thing they had uh yeah (laughs) they had jeff Loeb, they had chloe they had colson and they had uh ghost rider Hmm. thanks so the the big kettles the ones you the ones you really want yeah and except for me where's me yeah i know it you know, especially since it's probably the last year, um, it would have been nice to see the full cast there. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen, so um, we so uh, th- they showed the episode. They did. They did do a decent Q and A this time. Okay. Uh, so, so you mentioned obviously they showed the episode. How, how, how was the episode without any spoilers? <laughs> Things start moving along with this episode. Okay. So, uh, this one is the one where things start coming together. So you kind of see where the the plot is going. Hmm. And let me review and complete. Sorry. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, the, uh, so anyways, it's, We'll talk more about it after you've seen the episode, but as you know, there is a blackout, and we kind of talked about it last week. Well, you know, how can they have a blackout but be uh, broadcasting a, you know, their threats on TV? Because if it's blacked out, nobody can see them. Mm-hmm. Yep, Th- that's explained. Oh, good. Yes, yes, yeah. So, uh, they they come up with. Uh, a plausible explanation. Uh, oh. And yeah, it's a good episode. We're finally starting to see uh, the team coalesce, them working together, uh, and it's and it's a fun mission. So definitely, uh, definitely going to be uh, interesting, and I can't wait to see where they go from here. And of course, the goddamn phone has to <laughs> ring while my my wife just took the dog out. Um, she she just came back in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. Um. 
<laughs> so that's what happens when we do these shows at uh, three in the afternoon. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, uh, like I said, I don't want to go into any spoilers. We'll get into the episode this week. But uh, I think this is probably the strongest episode of the season yet. Thanks. Um, and that was Friday. Saturday, we went more shopping. Um, there was shopping every day. Uh, <laughs> we got shut out of the the Iron Fist panel, like I said. Mm-hmm. We went to the Justice League Dark panel, mm-hmm. which was uh, the new DC animated mm-hmm. movie. And uh, th- that was pretty good. That uh, they don't show the whole movie; they just show snippets. But this is based on the Justice League Dark comic. Uh, Jason O'Mara was there. He wasn't there for the Shield panel, but he was there for uh, the Justice League panel because he is the voice of Batman in the animated movie since Kevin Conroy okay. uh, retired. He's done. Mm. He's been the voice of Batman for seven movies now. Okay, well, I <laughs> didn't realize that. I was actually, and the line had gotten too long, and I was afraid I might get thrown out if I asked him, but I was going to ask who would win a, in a fight, uh, the Patriot or Batman. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, is it Super Patriot or is it the Patriot? Uh, I think they've just called him the Patriot in this, I think. Yeah. So, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, it's so it's Batman, it's Dead Man, it's Zatanna, it's Swamp Thing, it's uh, Demon Etrigan. Um, I might be forgetting one other person, hmm. but uh, yeah, I think it was the other guy that was there. Oh, uh, Constantine, voiced by Matt Ryan. Hmm. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, and there was some talk, but nothing to confirm of uh, Constantine either coming back to Arrow or uh, to the WB in any in uh, live action. Hmm. He wouldn't confirm that he's part of uh, the DC clusterfuck either. So, I thought he was confirmed for that, but. Um, I don't think he's been confirmed for that. It's just been a rumor. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I want to say there was another panel we saw on Saturday. I, If I remember and it's anything worth mentioning, I'll mention it on this week's show. Uh, hmm. But we did that. Then I met up with my co-host from Knuckleballer Radio, Normie. And we went out to dinner with uh, her and her husband that night and hung out afterwards for a while. Nice. So... Uh, yeah, so that it was a nice evening doing that. Uh, Sunday, there were two panels I wanted to go to. We were lucky enough we got in. We got uh, passes for the Barenthal panel. But nope. the, the other one I went to was the Marvel pan, uh, VIP panel. Okay. Which is... Uh, basically, if you're a member of Marvel Unlimited or you have the Marvel cr- credit card, you're, uh, they have a special panel where they uh, have a bunch of the comic creators there. You get some swag 
and they usually show you things that nobody else has seen yet. Yes. And a lot of times it is, uh, I would say a good 50, 60% of it is artwork from upcoming comic books and details on some of the plot lines in the the actual comics, which you and I really don't care about all that much. Cause... Well, it's, it's, some of it's interesting to, to like talk about and stuff like that, but... Yeah, I mean, we we are slow on our comic uptake reading. We we are more right. movie and TV show guys. Right. Um, I did talk to Agent M after the thing and uh, give mm-hmm. him give him a B team business card saying and show you know showing him our Facebook page saying, look, we've been doing mm-hmm. a show on Marvel for three years. Get mm-hmm. me on your press list and come on my show. God damn it. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he said he would give the card to. Uh, marvel uh pr and whatnot it's like yeah right. yeah, yeah um but uh as to anything that they they showed a scene from the new spider-man uh animated show coming out next year and it's totally based on spider douche mm-hmm. and it's him in his uh homemade costume and it was man. It's spider douche. You know, I, I was not all that thrilled with it. Um, and and now you get flashbacks of things Uncle Ben used to say to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think this show is replacing Ultimate Spider-Man. So the Ultimate Spider-Man show is going away and it's now going to be Marvel Spider-Man. Yes. So, and it, it's Spider-Baby, you know. Teenage, all that crap. Mm. Um, beyond that, the only thing they showed were two clips from Iron Fist that they showed at the Iron Fist panel. Okay. Well, at least you got to see those. That's, that's good. Yes. And another, another hall. It was a hallway scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a hallway scene with hatchets. Oh, okay. And Iron Fist took uh, took them all on. They had hatchets. Hatchets were getting thrown. Uh, he mm-hmm. was dodging hatchets. He broke a couple of arms. And somebody got pulled into an elevator that he was trying to save. And he just got to the door as it closed and the clip ended. Mm. It was probably four or five minutes tops. Hmm. Uh, the second scene was a sort of a Fight Club style thing with Colleen Wing, and this was badass. Okay. Hmm. Uh, it was her in a steel cage match against two huge brutes, and uh, she just kicked their ass. Nice. <laughs> so, and it, it, there, there were some cringeworthy ooh moments there. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, it, to me, it kind of seemed like a brighter show. Mm-hmm. You know, Daredevil, I mean, Daredevil, the sets always seem kind of on the dark or dim side. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, Jessica Jones, the same thing. And, uh, well, Luke Cage so far has, uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but, uh, yeah, it's, once again, you're in Harlem. Uh, a lot of it seems to be take, take place at night. There's not a lot of brightness or nice places, I guess, is the way to put it. Mm. 
This okay. one, this one, at least the hallway seemed uh, fairly well lit. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so may, maybe this will be a bit of a a brighter show in that in term in that uh, aspect. I didn't like I said I did not get to the Iron Fist pan- panel. I know they had huge announcements, and I was really pissed because they actually had all the defenders on stage together. Yeah, it's a shame you missed that one. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah. Trust me, dude. I did everything I could to get into that goddamn panel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but, so, so I know there was some news coming out of that one. I didn't really, there wasn't really any news out of the Marvel uh, VIP panel. They showed those co- scenes. There was some Q&A. They dodged a bunch of questions. Uh, the last panel I went to was the Barenthal panel. Hmm. What a waste of time. Oh, okay. Uh, they are filming Punisher, uh, hmm. but the man cannot answer a question. Okay, I think you're going to need to elaborate a bit on that one. Yeah, well, man, you know, it's just like, you know, um, yeah, I like them all. Um, you know, uh, you, do you like p- pizza or tacos? Well, you know, man, it's kind of like, you know, um, well, you know, when you, when you really think about it, I like them both. Um, you know, it was just, so can you tell us what happens, uh, in the Punisher and you just get shot, shut right down. They did not have Jeff Loeb there. Mm-hmm. So the, whoever they had with, with him as his moderator or whatever, Neither of them had authority to say a goddamn thing about the Punisher. Mm. Okay. Um, any 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 request uh, for anything? You could ask him about Daredevil season two, but if you're asking about anything going forward there, uh, we can't answer that. Mm. And I mean, I, I I was dozing off. I mean, I was just like, mm. it's the same answer to everything. Um, he's a funny guy. He seems engaged, you know, engaging. Um, he's well read. He seems kind of smart. He, he seems smarter than he sounds because I mean, man, it's just like everything, man is just, man. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he, he sounded kind of stoned. He wasn't, but it kind of just came <laughs> off like, um, so, so I was kind of, Meh on on that whole experience. No swag. Um, somebody did ask Jeff Loeb at the Shield panel. Uh, you know why? Why is uh, Shield afraid of Hell's Kitchen? Mm-hmm. And he just said, <laughs> "Okay." And he just said, uh, st- "Stay tuned." Oh, okay. That's mm, all that's he said. Answer. Yeah. So that well, that that's probably quite telling, though, the fact that he just said "stay tuned" rather than saying, "Oh, it's not afraid of it, but scheduling conflicts or or something like that." Because usually that's the kind of go-to answer. But "stay stay tuned" is something that's a very different. That's an open answer. Gives you some optimism. I mean, you yeah. know, we, we've we've heard that crazy rumor that it's Punisher versus mm-hmm. Ghost Rider in the season finale. Yep, it should be awesome. Um. So, and yes, I would, you know, I would love to see, 
Daredevil team up with uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. for an episode. Yep. Or Luke Cage, or something to that mm-hmm. effect. But, you know, uh, so, but don't tease me and then just send me the night nurse. Hmm. You know, if it's fucking Claire, it's like, God damn it. You I know, wouldn't mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be quite happy for Rosario Dawson to pop up and shoot. Uh, that's fine by me. It's fine, but it's not what you and I want, and you know that. Yeah, I don't know. That could, All right, well, you get foggy. Even foggy, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. If it was if it was like Brett, I'd be like, come on, guys. This is, this is a massive letdown. Brett's no, the, the cop. It's, it's got to be a named character. Luke Cage, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones. I am pissed. They, ha- you know, they ha- they have to do something with uh, a team up. Now, I think I saw they released the trailer. I don't know if it was before Comic Con or at Comic Con that Iron Fist will be uh, premiere on St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth. Yes, they did. Uh, the trailer was cool as well. I quite liked it. Yeah. Uh, they did show. They showed one or two things in it. They teased his uh, his glowing hand, but they didn't okay. didn't show it full on, which is good and smart of them because. And they didn't also didn't show him in any pajamas. Okay. Which I, I, I didn't see him in pajamas, like some kind of spandex, because he wears he wears a green costume, like in the comic books. Mm-hmm. He should have that, or or a white costume, depending. But I think the green costume is would be better here than the white one. So we need we need to see that. And um, we'd see him with his uh, his fist flaming, but they don't need to show these things in the trailers. They can show that in in the show when it happens. Yes, uh, they did, however, show that he does have the tattoo on his chest, which is cool. Okay, I was watching it on my on my cell phone while we were riding mm. in, so I haven't sat mm. down to watch it, you know, uh, closely. Yeah, so he's definitely got the tattoo on his chest, which I, I wasn't quite sure if they were going to do that or not. But he's he's definitely got that. So that's that's a big big tick for me. I still don't think he looks the part though. Like Iron Fist, I I don't ever remember him really having much of a beard. To be honest, he's never really been like a bearded character. You know, whereas yeah. like Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, like these people, you you go, yeah, they have a beard. You associate them with their like main sort of. One of their main sort of facial features is they have a beard. Iron Fist, no, no beard. <laughs> and he's got a beard here. Like, obviously you could shave it off and whatnot, but he has a beard. So I, I a hope qu- it finally... Minor qualm. Yeah. I don't know if... I wasn't looking at... I know they had a picture of the panel. If he had mm. the beard at the panel still. He did. He yeah. Did. So I guess we're not getting rid of the beard. Hmm. Now the depends Punisher they, had a full beard. It. Yeah. Um, at John Barenthal had a at his panel. Hmm. Oh, that was another thing they would ask him: which character, you know, which character do, did you like playing more, the Punisher or what's his name, Shane in uh, Walking Dead? Well, mm. man, you know they're both two kind of yeah. different characters, and you know, um, you know they're both kind of complicated. And uh, well, I liked them both. <laughs> okay, very non-committal. Every, I don't know how the guy ever got married. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, I might have been. I might have. I might as well have just been watching the presidential debate because uh, his answers were about as informative as those. Although uh, the presidential debate was far more entertaining. Um, okay. <laughs> for, from a comedic standpoint, um, yeah. but he, so. Uh, that's about all the quote unquote news I got at any of the panels that I went to. Um, I, sh- I think you saw some stuff along the way. Oh, I know one thing I saw. You there? Yep. Um, sort of connected. Uh, Madefly was there. Uh, like I said, there was a lot of VR stuff there. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that they did have. Do you have the VR, the Gear VR? Yeah, I don't have it, but it's, like I've used it. Okay. I know what it is. Madefly apparently is doing virtual comic books. Okay, how how is that going to work? Um, I got to try one, hmm? and, they, and they have a couple of original series. One being Overwatch, uh, another being yeah, I don't even remember the name, but it was uh, the art was by Dave Gibbons. It's only mm-hmm. it's right now. It's not on the Rift. It's only on the VR. But I did ask them. I said, "Are you coming to the Rift?" And they said, "Yes." We can't give you a date though. I said, "Are you coming to the Rift this year?" And they said, "Yes." Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's real. It's it's kind of a cool concept. It's a bit of a motion comic. Mm-hmm. It, it's voiced, and. Uh, uh, y- the areas that uh, the few uh, pages I got to uh, experience, you uh, were basically right in the middle of things, and you could—it was a th- uh, 360 experience, and things were happening. So it it, it was a, it was a cool effect. Um, they had me try their comic. I think I'd much rather have. Uh, they already have the DC um, Injustice comics okay. over there. Okay. Cool. Hmm. So I'll, I'll, I, you know, I gave him a card and said, I, uh, a B team card. It's like, call me, talk to me, let's set something mm. up and get me on your press list. So hopefully I'll be checking those out. And that sounds quite interesting. Like, like there's that sort of stuff that intrigues me more about VR than like the, even in games, to be honest, mm. like the sort of other things that people will be able to do with it, like create interactive mediums like being able to read a comic book in a completely different, unique way, like, that's really interesting. Yeah, um, I don't want to go on a huge VR rant here. Some of the more, some of the more cooler things I've done with the Rift, though, are, like, uh, you know, the video of being in a a shark tank Mm, where there's 20 sharks swimming all all around you, and you're just Mm. right in the middle there, and it's kind of freaky, but um, the Madefly thing, uh, they, I know they have a, they already have DC up. I don't know if they're working with Marvel yet or not, but something mm. that uh, I may check out at some point. So, cool, cool. But uh, you had some news, and then, well, why don't I finish first? Uh, yeah. Soon as, uh, soon as we get done with this episode, I'm off to see Doctor Strange. The whole movie? Sort of. Oh, okay. Is this <laughs> is this like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Exactly like the see? Guardians. Okay. Right. <laughs> so uh, they, they it's through seeitfirst.com, and what they're doing is they're having a special 
preview showing of, I, I guess it's about 15 or 20 minutes of Doctor Strange at the mm. IMAX 3D. And you get a cool see, poster. See, I like the fact you get a cool poster and all that, but that would just annoy the shit out of me. Like, seeing the first 15 minutes of it and then being like, okay, well, I need to wait, what, a month to see the next? The 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 rest of it? Oh, that's annoying. I would hate that. <laughs> you know, it was cool. Well, I, I think it works for Guardians and I think it works for Doctor Strange because both are mm. movies that are, uh, I don't know about, you know, I, I mm. Guardians looked cool. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I did that 15 minute thing that I was like, I'm in. I yeah. was, you know, yeah. after I okay. saw that 15 minutes, it was like, this is going to be fucking amazing because they showed uh, mm-hmm. the jailbreak scene. Yeah, yeah. So and it's then, not. Okay, so that wasn't the first like 15 minutes of the movie. Then, then no, probably this will be the same. It's probably not going to be the first 15 minutes of the movie. No, no, they're gonna. They might have a. We might have. I don't know. I don't think we saw the intro uh, the, at the thing. No, I think they kind of just took us right to. Uh, that's the. Is that the nowhere scene? I don't know. Uh, it's the. Well, it's the prison. The yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not. It's not nowhere. nowhere. Um. So they they showed the prison break scene, and then they kind of did like little snippets from other parts of the movie as well. So. Mm. Um, it, you know, it worked. It got you psyched for the movie. And honestly, mm. it's, what, three weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's even less than that over here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but, so, yeah. that uh, One thing I forgot to mention, the swag at uh, the Marvel VIP panel. First year I went, they gave you a lot of cool things. You know, there was posters. There was a pile of comics there was i don't know maybe one or two other neat little things i think a nice bag this Mm. this year you got a spider gwen variant comic and on the way out Mm. they gave you a groot variant comic okay so kind of disappointed with the swag did i mention that i got invited to the luke cage premiere through marvel unlimited um, you might have done on the show, like the last show we did. Yeah, but I think you couldn't go for some reason. No, because I had Comic Con this week. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah so, that's it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so you know, Marvel Unlimited does come through, and every once in a while, I do get emails saying, "Hey, we got this cool thing. Do you want to come?" Mm. Cool. So, and remember, if you uh, type in the code uh, Agents of Shieldcast, you will get an additional zero percent off. Of your subscription. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to those guys. I told them what we did. I said, yeah, I keep waiting for I, I, I keep waiting for you to get send me my restraining order so I can frame it. They said, we can, we can work <laughs> on that for you. Thanks. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> nice. so, um, but that's all I got, Andy. Cool. Well, we do have a, we do have a bunch of news spelling out of New York Comic Con. And uh, they seem to have used this as like, I don't know if they necessarily announced like a lot of stuff at it, but they seem to have used it as a sort of ground to announce stuff around, which is quite cool and mm. a lot more so than in previous in previous years. Certainly, they've and like announced and like put a bunch of trails and stuff like that, like the Iron Fist one we already talked about and uh, giving you the date and stuff like that for that one. They did put out a new TV spot for Doctor Strange as well. Mm-hmm. And usually we don't don't bother to mention like TV spots because they're so short. But this one, 
features, interestingly, the Avengers in it. Okay? Oh. Quite strangely, because, like, the Avengers aren't, well, as far as we know, in the Doctor Strange movie. And this one, this TV spot focuses on that. So they say, it's got, like, the tagline of, your heroes are about to get strange, something like that. And basically they show, like, the main... Uh, like weapons of the of the core Avengers, with like Doctor Strange sort of symbols around them. Hmm. Now I don't know whether this is meaning that the Avengers are being in the movie or just they're just sort of world building here. Whether like this movie is set in the same world as the Avengers, go and see it, like that sort of thing. But there has been a heavy rumor kicking about that Iron Man is going to make an appearance in Doctor Strange. Okay. Which could be interesting. And obviously, Doctor Strange is based in New York. Mm. Iron Man is based in New York, like Avengers Tower. So, chances of them crossing paths, there, there is there. And we know that Avengers Tower, for sure, is in the movie because we've seen it in uh, that sort of folding world scene. That's <laughs> sort of in the fold somewhere. So oh, it's definitely I'll in keep there. Keep an eye out for that. But all right, I haven't spotted yes. it, but I haven't sat there and analyzed for for it. But other people have, so that we we didn't have to. But it's definitely in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting that the uh, Iron Man could pop up in there. I mean, obviously we know we we pretty much are fairly sure at this point that Doctor Strange is going to appear in Thor Ragnarok because we've seen the business card and it looks like uh, Thor and Loki are going to be tracking him down at some point in that movie. Yeah. So I I like this all of this getting the characters to cross over into different movies. One of my favorite parts of like Ant Man was when Falcon showed up. It was awesome. Yes, and the fact that they were able to keep that a secret was fantastic. Yeah, because it was totally when you were sitting watching the movie, mm-hmm. and just like it starts off as like that over the top, and it's just some random building, and then when he gets there, he's like, "You're like, wait a minute, I recognize that building. That's fucking. That's the you, Avengers. Like, like <laughs> oh no, you're kidding me. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit." was like yeah wow yeah that, that was that was one of the coolest parts of the movie yeah so i mean like that sort of stuff if they can do that again and uh and they, they've obviously they also take feedback from the other movies so if they can do that again in doctor strange if they can do that again in thor then that's awesome uh, i love it <laughs> and it, as well like thor uh, ragnarok like the part where loki just turns into Captain America. <laughs> like, yep. oh, wow. Because, like, yep. I didn't know that was coming. That was awesome. It was, like, what, a 10, 12-second scene? Like, and it was brilliant. Yeah, it was a little... That that was felt slightly lame because it was only 10 or 12 seconds. But, yes, it, 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 was, it was a nice nod. Yeah. And it, much better than, like, the nods in previous phases, like mm-hmm. Iron Man 3's, like, having the Hulk just falling asleep to Iron Man telling the story at the end. Like, that that was crap. But, like, these ones have been much better, so hopefully they can continue on and, and build on that. Um, other news. Uh, Black Panther has had a new influx to its cast. Okay. So we've got a few, a few new cast members. We have, uh, first of all, we have Daniel Ka- Kaluuya, Winston Duke, and Florence Kazumba added to the cast. As well as Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Do, do, do Obviously, Forrest... Forrest Whitaker is a big name. Yeah, he's a big name. He's going to be playing uh, someone called Zuri, who is an elder statesman in Wakanda. 
Yeah, I think that's one of uh, T'Challa's main advisors. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Um, He's a very good actor, so I look look forward to seeing him. Um, We've also got uh, Florence Kazumba, who played Ayo or Ayo in Civil War. So she's reprising her role. Uh, She's a member of the Dora Malaji. Okay. And Daniel Kaluuya is going to be playing uh, one of T'Challa's confidants, Wakabi. Okay. Uh, the other actor, uh, Winston Duke, is playing Mbaku, who is the leader of a rival tribe in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So, cool, cool with that. Any other news uh, that you heard? Yes, yes, I have more news. So, Ghost Rider. Obviously, Ghost Rider was at New York Comic Con this weekend, and he was, uh, well, Gabriel Luna was at <laughs> Comic Con dressed as a Star Lord, actually. Yes, they showed this video. You see that video? Yeah, they showed yeah. it at the <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, panel. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because you had uh, uh, Clark Gregg dressed up as Cl- Ghost Rider. You had Clo- uh, Chloe uh, Benet as, uh, or Chloe Bennett as uh, Rocket Raccoon, and mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel Luna was Star Lord, and they were going around trolling uh, people at the convention. I was not one of the people they ran into. I was hoping you would be like, I was like, <laughs> Chip will recognize, Chip will recognize Clark Gregg in a second, because <laughs> I mean, his, like his costume wasn't. It wasn't that good. Like it only covered like the top part of his face, and like he didn't exactly do much to disguise his voice. So, uh, like Chip would, you would have recognized him in a second. It, it covered enough of his face. It, it, the voice is what would have given it away. Mm, I don't know yeah. if you saw the picture I put up on my Facebook uh, with my uh, Chucky from Nickelodeon uh, hairdo, the my Rugrats hair or whatever it was. I did. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody accused me of cosplaying the Ghost Rider. Hmm with it <laughs> okay uh, so i went with it for the rest of the yeah yeah i'm, I'm the ghost yeah, rider yep. <laughs> <laughs> i had my venom t-shirt on and uh it's like mm. shit i should go try and find a johnny blaze uh jacket then then mm. then it would be legit <laughs> <laughs> okay so um gabriel Luna was asked like a few questions and stuff about ghost rider and he was asked about the possibility of a spin-off show for ghost rider and he said that there have been rumblings about about it. Like, so there's been some kind of talks in the background about it. And he basically said that it depends on how much you love it. If you love it, we'll make it. So I can see that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it sounds like it could happen. Uh, obviously, this will be dependent on fan reaction for the most part and probably viewing figures. Yeah, uh, I see that more likely than the Liberty Legion being the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yep, I'd, I'd be down for a Ghost Rider show. I, I quite like his take on Ghost Rider in the in the in Age of Shield so far. I could see what's uh, Thunderbolts. I could see some type of Thunderbolt thing being uh, the the show that. Uh, when when Shield finishes, 
or mm. as a spinoff if they're doing more than one hour of Marvel a week, uh, where mm. you would have uh, Patriot and Ghost Rider and maybe Quake. I don't know if you would want to take Quake uh, mm. as p- kind of uh, being the foundation of Thunderbolts. Mm. And, you know, Coulson hey, takes back yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I'd love it. It'd be awesome. Okay, um, other news. Haley Atwell is going to be reprising her role as Agent Carter. Yep. In Marvel's Avengers Secret Wars, <laughs> which is <laughs> a cartoon. I read this. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. I was like, oh, wow, Like they're making an Avengers Secret Wars movie? Awesome. And then I'm like, no, it's a cartoon. And it's not even like a cartoon movie. It's the Marvel uh, Disney XD series, uh, Marvel's Avengers Assemble. It has now been retitled Marvel's Avengers Secret Wars, which I was not aware of. <laughs> so Agent Carter is going to be reprising her role in that. And it's going to be some sort of time-traveling hijinks with uh, herself and Held Stark teaming up with Captain America and Iron Man to defeat Kang. Cool. But, yeah, cartoon, unfortunately. Yeah. I have not watched her new series yet. Nope, me neither. Um, keep going. Yep, uh, Iron Fist casting news. Louis Tan is going to be playing uh, the villainous Zhu Cheng in Iron Fist. So he's going to be one of the villains in the show. Who was in the comic books, I believe. I'm not particularly familiar with Zhu Cheng, but... I he's, really he's didn't in read any... Iron Fist didn't really have his own comic when I was reading comics. I mean, he he had a series in the... the the late 70s, I think even before I was really reading comic mm. books. Mm. And then he really didn't have another, you know, he was in Power Man and Iron Fist in the 80s. And that's really mm. the only uh, exposure I ever got to Danny Rand was in Power Man and Iron Fist. Mm. Yeah, but this this guy, Louis Tan, he, I, I believe he actually auditioned for the role of Danny Rand before uh, Finn Jones got it, so... But he's now he's going to be playing Zhu Cheng. Okay, cool. Let's go. Interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see them when he shows up in the show. I don't think that he was featured in the trailer. I could be wrong there. Uh, do you know who was actually featured in the trailer that I forgot to mention? Madam Gao was in the trailer. Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta go on Netflix and watch all this. Uh, check out what they have there. Yeah. So she she was in the trailer. So she'll be in the show now. Definitely. Because it wasn't like anything that we've seen from her before. It was like her standing on a balcony somewhere. Okay. Uh, Daredevil is final. Daredevil season one finally coming out on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was announced a while ago. Yeah. Uh, well, it was announced uh, for the UK. It was uh, supposed to be released on October the third, but it did not come out for some reason. Um, so now it's officially coming out on Blu-ray and on November the 8th in America. And it comes out, I think it comes out over here, like, this week. Okay. So, again, we get it first. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, it just came out this week over here. All but right. yeah, only Blu-ray, though. No DVD. Mm. So, DVD's dead. 
Demon you had it here first. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is uh, this is one of the first like big sort of shows like this that's when mm-hmm. nah, fuck DVD, we'll just do Blu-rays, which I think is a good move. Well, you know, um, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but screw it. Um, with the the Sony uh, PlayStation VR, mm. they they aren't doing. Um, they're not doing 4K DVD. Oh, you mean the PlayStation Pro? Yeah. Yep. Because Which, they're here. Yeah. You're just. You're probably gonna. You're probably gonna stream your 4K content, and to an extent, they're right. I mean, physical media is on its way out. Hmm. Slowly but surely. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I tend to go more for digital media these days than physical with games and it's certainly with uh certainly with uh like video content like mm-hmm. i don't know the last time i bought like a blu-ray or certainly not dvd like i'll buy the odd blu-ray like marvel ones and sometimes like a game movie thing will come out that i want to watch mm-hmm. but very very rare that i'll uh that i'll buy a a physical media these days mm-hmm. it's just so much more convenient to have to have it digital especially like especially with games because you can just jump between them yeah i'm getting to that point i'm not there yet mm. so i uh, think it's a, the only thing is, is the price point but yeah we've spoke about these on on our other shows you've gone mm-hmm. listen to, the, to those it's for, the, for all that um two two other bits of news one of which i i just came across just now uh, Deborah Ann Wall has officially been added to the cast of The Punisher. Yes, they did confirm that. That was one thing Barenthal did say, and I think they did confirm that at the Iron Fist panel. That's cool. So that's obviously Karen Page mm-hmm. and, uh, and Daredevil. She's going to be showing up in The Punisher. It's not been confirmed whether it's a cameo or like a full-on supporting role, but given how involved she was with The Punisher, you'd expect her to be... And for a few a few episodes at least, rather than just a cameo. Well, it, and I hope it is because where we leave season two of Dare at the end of season two of Daredevil, mm. um, and hopefully you've watched Daredevil or listened to our show because I'm about to uh, throw a spoiler down. Uh, at the end of Daredevil. Uh, Matt reveals to Karen that she that he is Daredevil. Mm, so yep. seeing what you know, especially since we do expect some sort of time jump uh, between seasons two and season three of Daredevil, since Daredevil's probably not coming out until 2018. Uh, yes, that's when we expect it. Yes, right. Yes. Yep, yep. There uh, are thereabouts, yeah. Um, the Punisher, as well, is expected to come out 2018. Yeah. So if Punisher comes first, I would expect, uh, you know, it would be nice to see. It would be a nice way to kind of show what happens between season two of Daredevil and season three and where, uh, where Karen is after the revelation. You know, I don't think, like, this is TV line that's been saying this, that the Punisher isn't expected to debut until 2018. However, if they're shooting it now, there's no way this can't, they can hold on to this till 2018, is there? That's like a year and, at least a year and two, three months. Is Iron can't Fist hold on to it for that long. 
Is Iron is Iron Fish compl- uh, Fist completely wrapped yet? Uh, as far as I'm aware, yeah. Like certainly in terms of the filming of the scenes, unless there's, they've got any pickups to do, I'm sure it's done. Uh, mm-hmm. Like obviously CG and stuff like that yeah. to do post production, all all that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's done. Like and the Punisher is shooting now. So that's got to be next year. They've not shot the Defenders yet. They've got to be ramping up to shoot that. But if the Punisher's shooting now, they're not going to hold that in the can for a year. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I would think next fall. Yeah, so next next year, I would say, for the it's going to be the Punisher. It's got to be. So that would put us probably at three shows for next year unless they push the Defenders out to 2018. I think we get three shows this year. That, yeah, I hope so, though. That would be cool. Did we only get two this year? No. We, well, Jessica Jones yeah. was late last, was fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daredevil. Daredevil and Luke, Luke Cage, and Luke yeah. Cage, yeah. Yeah, I would hope. Uh, and, well, uh, and Defenders is only supposed to be, what, six or eight episodes? Yep. All right. Um, yeah. Two, two other bits of news, um, and then that's that's us. Just two final bits of news. Okay. So Evangeline Lilly was at New York Comic Con. Why didn't you get to go and meet her, Chip? You know, uh, we, our schedules, <laughs> our, her people and my people just couldn't agree on a time. I think you were, you were just shunning me. I would have been chasing her around all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to talk to you about the wasp. Yeah. <laughs> Blaster had Blaster did get to sit down and chat with her about um, about mostly about other things, but she did they did ask her about uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and she like she revealed obviously we're going to see the origin of the Wasp and she'll be flying about and that sort of stuff. Interesting enough, but she did reveal that she is going to be in the next Avengers movie, but she's going to be in the second part of it and not the first part. Okay. So not not in Avengers Infinity War, but in the one that comes out after that, whatever it's called. So she's going to be in that. Okay. Which as is cool. the Wasp or just as uh, Janet Van Dyne? I believe Janet. that she's going to be as Janet Van Dyne rather than as the Wasp, but that uh, that was kind of unclear. But yeah, it looks like she's going to be she's going to be in the movie anyway. But she's cool. Agreed. Final final piece of news. I, 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 I hope this is the piece I think, that, and you've just been burying the lead for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I had to get all those, all those little stories out of the way. Okay, so we have had the, uh, the villain, or certainly the person who's going to be playing the villain in The Defenders announced. And this was a bit of a surprise, to be honest, because you don't normally associate... Like these sort of big actors was playing like villains in a TV show, especially like in a short TV show like The Defenders has been pitched to be like a sexy episode. So the villain in The Defenders is going to be played by none other than Sigourney Weaver. She's going to be playing oh, a face hugger, which is pretty awesome. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver is best known as Ripley from uh, from Alien. Yes, but that is pretty awesome um who do you think she's gonna be playing you know i was trying to think about this and <sighs> i don't know i mean we've dealt with 
other than the purple man that who could be a if they did it right uh you know a huge marvel villain he just mm-hmm. never never lived up to his potential mm-hmm. um although i guess he did in one instance but um you know we've pretty much been dealing with street level villains i mean the kingpin the kingpin is big in new york but that's all um yep. so i'm trying i'm you know i'm trying to think like of a female uh crime boss and I, you know i keep coming up with like viper okay yep I can see it. Um, comicbookmovie.com does have a list of the six most likely villains that they think she could be playing in The Defenders. Let's do this. Okay, so number six, The Beast of the Hand. Okay. Not one I'm familiar it's with. Bas- but... It's basically like the demonic leader of the hand. Mm. That sort of... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think in the comic books they sort of made her into like or made, it was a male character in the comic books made him into like a sort of black costumed version of Daredevil with like big horns which was a bit weird looking but, but again like I don't really remember that from sort of Shadowland uh, book or anything um, next one is Silvermane Okay, another uh, male character in the comic books. Yeah, I mean, Silvermane is male. But they can gender bend these things easily yep. enough. Um, this is, was this guy a robot? I'm not familiar with this at all. Who? Silvermane. Uh, yeah, he's cyborg, Deus Ex style type dude. Okay. Uh, number five, the CEO of IGH. <laughs> okay. So IGH is the company that is responsible for the origin of uh, Luke Cage, I believe, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Nuke. Purple Man. And oh, sorry, yeah. Oh no, no, I, yeah. Okay, so we don't know if it's definitely Luke Cage, and I can't confirm. Uh, and I think it was an IGH truck that. Uh, the chemicals were in Daredevil. Okay. And um, same not, thing not, with Jessica uh, Jones. I think they paid for her treatment. Yes. Yes. But yeah, they were definitely involved in uh, the, the creation of Nuke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number three, Mephisto. Hmm. Interesting. Which would be very interesting because if we think that Mephisto is somehow tied into Ancient Shield with Ghost Rider. Could she pop up there as well? That would be freaking awesome. It's a stretch. Uh, num- mm. uh, number two, Sister Maggie. Mm. Which does uh, Daredevil's mum was it not somehow? I could be wrong on that. Not a storyline I read. No. Uh, and finally, number one, you already mentioned it, Viper. Okay. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, there was a version of Viper in uh, the Wolverine a few years back. 
it was, I'm sure it was terrible because that movie was absolute dog shit. But uh, yeah, she could show up. But it was kind of tied to Hydra then, which would then tie to Shield quite a bit. And Hydra, as we know, has been basically dealt with at this point. Yeah, I don't believe that. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, Sigourney Weaver, great choice for a villain in uh, in, in the show, and I look forward to finding out who she's going to be playing. Uh, oh, there was one other, I, I guess, one other little anecdote from Comic-Con. Because you were asking mm-hmm. me about D3, and I totally forgot. I mentioned the raffle. Mm-hmm. I won Did you the win? Ra- I won the raffle two, <laughs> two days. Nice. $100 worth of hero coins each day. Nice. <laughs> 20,000 hero coins. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spent them all already, Chip? Um, I've spent half. Wow. <laughs> well, I've probably spent what? more more than half because um, mm. I've been earning them along the way as well. But uh, yeah, I was up to I think I was up to forty thousand at one point, mm. and I'm down to about twenty two now. But I've bought three forty packs uh, over the last uh, couple of days. And can't say haven't haven't had all that much no five stars out of the bunch. Mm. Um and I'm starting to run into one of I'm on one of my uh ruts where I get use four stars that I can't use. So mm. my yep. last my last two legendary tokens were complete busts. Mm. So but yeah, for, uh, so, so I'm sitting on twenty. I'm, I'm waiting for the Gwenpool uh, event, where there's oh. good good odds at getting her. So that's nice. the new character, Gwenpool. Yeah, so, cool. But all right, uh, I th- think we're done, Andy. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll do tweets and whatnot uh, Wednesday night. Uh, you guys are going to love this week's episode. I guarantee it. If not, you'll I'll give you the money back that you spent on it. <laughs> okay. And if if you actually buy it on iTunes or something, uh, yeah, no, I'm lying. I'm not giving you that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, Chuck, you're like opening yeah, yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I forgot we get thousands of viewers on uh, listeners on this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some people are paying for it on iTunes and they don't like it. I, I, I my wife is gonna kick my ass. So yeah, no. <laughs> But it it is a fantastic episode. I think it's the best uh, uh, of the season so far. But that I think the first two set the bar low for that. Um, you're gonna love this one. This this is where the shit starts getting real. So nice. But uh, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there, Andy. And uh, I'll talk to you Wednesday night. And the mm-hmm. episode is is up on iTunes now. I I see that it finally downloaded. <laughs> Because my wife, my wife is the one who lets me know, Andy. <laughs> so, but uh, so we will see you guys later this week, and I don't care what type of character you were cosplaying this week, whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys.
Was Lola at Comic Con? No. What, what about the, the Ghost Rider's car? No, they did. Hmm. Uh, they had the Marvel booth was Marvel Unlimited on had a little corner. They had the signing area. They had their live stage. They had their merchandise shop. Uh, Contest of Champions was like across the way from them. And they had an area where, uh, I, I don't know if it was Norelco or Phillips, would uh, give you a Marvel beard. You could get it, you okay. could get sha- your beard shaved into the Stark or the Doctor Strange or something like that. <laughs> okay. Did you do that? No, because I had just shaved before I left. So there yeah. was, <laughs> there was, you know, I, I, I kind of keep it uh, short and tight, and there wasn't enough to work with. <laughs> 